Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you. This is going to be a little two-part series. I'm going to talk about today the top five steroids in my view with the lowest amount of side effects and then I'm also going to follow that up with steroids, my top five, with the highest amount of side effects. Like I always tell you, this is a subjective list based on what I feel. We can always discuss, talk about it in the, in the comments. That's what it's all about. So let's just have fun with it and enjoy it. And I'll kind of give you my reasoning why as briefly as I can, but with as much description as I can. But before we get into that, huge thank you for all the subscriptions, all the likes. I can't thank you enough. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, hit the like button and make sure to hit that bell notification so you don't miss out on any of the times that I am putting out new content because YouTube will not notify you otherwise. Also, make sure that you're following me on um, Spotify, uh, Google and Apple, SARMS Expert. Uh, you can see all of these videos in podcast form. So let's jump right into it. So these are my top five steroids with lower amounts of side effects. Number five, T-ball, Terinabol. Now look, we've got a toxic oral steroids. So you got to look at blood pressure, liver, kidneys, all of the things that go with a toxic oral steroid. And of course, it's suppressive, but it's a lot lighter on how it's gonna hit you on your liver and your blood pressure and things of that nature. You're not gonna have any estrogen conversion or water weight. You're not gonna have excruciating pumps and things like that. It's, it's an average compound in terms of side effects. I hate to say it's terribly mild, but in retrospect and comparison to others, it is a lot more mild. It's still one that, you, and all of these need to be respected. But it is definitely more mild than your Anadrol, your D-Ball, you know, your DECAs, things like that. It, it, it definitely falls and belongs under this list. I have it at number five because I, it's definitely not as light as some of the other ones. And it's a more distant five, I will say that. But I, I was crunching things down and looking at different compounds and it fit right into this list for me. And I guess you'll see why with what I, I have coming. And some might argue something else should be on there. But I have personally put T-Ball at number five. Number four, Masteron. Now, Masteron is a DHT, so you got to worry about hair loss, and there is some aggression with Masteron, okay? And Masteron, this is another thing to keep in mind, it has some aromatase-inhibiting properties, which does not mean it's a replacement for an aromatase inhibitor, but you may be able to lower your um, aromatase inhibitor dose, and so you don't want to overdo it, and it could potentially help to crash your estrogen if you're overdoing it. So that's just something else to keep in mind. But let's face it, you know, it's definitely on the mild side. Um, it's going to be suppressive, but you got no toxicity, no estrogen conversion, none of those types of things whatsoever. So it definitely, definitely, definitely fits onto this list. Um, the things that I mentioned, they're there. And like I say, it's still a steroid, but it's just nothing as drastic as other compounds that we look at. So number two and three, they're kind of close and similar. I'm going to tell you why, and it's very simple as to why I put one over the other here. Um, I'm putting Prima Bullet at number three and Anavar at two. And I don't care for having a toxic oral steroid ahead of an injectable, but in fairness, Anavar is one of the most mild compounds you can run. And while they're both DHTs, it's the hair loss with Primabolin that I'm centering this on. If you didn't have so much more concern with hair loss on Primabolin as you do with Anavar, Primabolin is a clear cut number two. But because so many people do have hair loss problems with it, that's the only factor that, that separated the two. Um, Primabolin is one of the most mild steroids that you can do. And it's also 
shown to help boost your immune system, which is a huge deal. It really is. Um, so I, I, I digress here and I had trouble, but I had to take it down to one factor and that's it. It's suppressive as we know, but aside from that, you're not going to run into much of anything. And if you're not prone to male pattern baldness, you're not going to have any issues with it. Uh, but if you are, it can wreck your hair. And so that's the mitigating factor here. Anivar number two. A hey, look, everybody always says Anivar is mild this, mild that, da 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 da. And it is. It's more mild than, it's number two on my list. So it's more mild than a lot. And you'll understand why number one's number one. It's inarguable. Um, but Anivar is still, like I said, and I did a miss and facts on Anivar video where it talks about the side effects. It's a toxic steroid, it's suppressive. It's just way more mild than anything else. You could get some back pumps and shin pumps on it. And um, other than that, it, it is a DHT, but hair loss generally isn't a big thing with it. It's possible, but it's not to the extent like it is with a Masteron and a Primavolin and things like that. And like I say, it's really arguable two and three. I almost want to do two A and two B. And that, fuck it, that's what we're going to do. Two A and two B with Anivar and Primavolin because it's just really interchangeable number one is easy it's provirin and some people argue provirin is not even shouldn't even be considered a steroid but it is it's not a toxic oral suppression is arguable because i've seen plenty of people use it in pct with no suppression at all i've used it on trt with no issues but obviously you're on trt so you can't say much with that but it can be ran a hell of a lot longer than any other toxic oral steroid it, it the the only thing that you could really well there are a couple Hair loss is possible. It's a DHT. It's really not likely. And you don't want to completely crush your SHBG by overdoing it, but it, by lowering your SHBG and freeing up bound testosterone, which is what it does, you just don't want to overdo the dosing. It's not going to cause any sort of crazy harmful side effect. I don't love it for women. That's a video I'm going to do separate, and I'll get into that later. But in terms of side effects, this is going to be the lightest of the lightest of the lightest. Now, some people don't consider it a steroid, but guess what? It is. So that's my list, top five of the lowest having side effect steroids. So that being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli, signing off.